Congrats to our friend and Mr. Olympia champion, Big Rami, as well as the Enhanced Labs for dropping new collaboration, Whey Isolate. This new product is packed with the right macros, weighs in at three pounds, and has free shipping. Check it out at www.getenhanced.shop and use code GENIRON to save at checkout. That's getenhanced.shop and promo code G-E-N-I-R-O-N to see Big Rami's new three-pound isolate with Enhanced. Welcome to the Generation Iron Podcast, featuring the biggest names in bodybuilding, fitness, combat, and strength sports world. If you want to be a bodybuilding champion, it takes hours and hours every day of being dedicated and being passionate about it. As your boy here, Kai Green, a.k.a. Mr. Getting It Done. Tune in to the GI exclusives on the Generation Iron Airwaves. What's going on, guys? This is Vlad Yudin, and we're back to the Generation Iron Podcast. Today's episode is great because the featured guest is an extremely entertaining bodybuilder. He's actually built his fame on Instagram prior to um, getting into the actual competitive bodybuilding. Uh, but this year, he is determined to succeed in the men's open division. He's already, you know, been going at some of the toughest new guys in the division. And he thinks that one day, maybe even this year or next year, he's going to win the title of Mr. Olympia. So today we have Mr. Blessing. I know we, uh, I think we spoke before on the, on the phone. Yeah, part. man. This interview is uh, long and overdue. I know, man. I know. <laughs> I know you know a lot of guys from my team, you know, Craig and guys like that, but we never yeah, I'm not really good with names. I've met a lot of guys from yeah, from the crew. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The Expos, the Olympia, LA Fit Expo. We always run into each other. Absolutely, man. Well, it's, it's good to. It's good yes, to, sir. Yeah. I, I appreciate. Where it. you guys at? You guys are in Texas, right? New York. Nah. How's the weather down there? Snowing right now, actually. Yeah, bro, it's pretty bad in Texas. I've been seeing a lot of videos. Yeah, it's actually sad what's happening over there. Yeah, bro, it's sad. God damn. Very sad, man. But um, it's good It's good to see you, man. I, I wanted to uh, first ask you how you got into bodybuilding originally, because I know you do a lot of different things, uh, cre- you know, creatively, but how you got into bodybuilding and fitness originally? Is the interview live yeah. right now? Yeah, it's not live. We're recording it. Oh, you're good. Ah, oh, okay. Well, I told Sarah back in Ireland, you know what I mean? As you guys know, I grew up in Dublin, Ireland. I was born in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. At the age of nine, my mother put me and my brother on a flight with a stranger to Ireland to go survive. <laughs> and I guess we did. So age of 14, 15, that's when I found bodybuilding. I just started training. And then I got into competing at the age of uh, 19, 20. Mm-hmm. That's when I did my first show. Is, it, is bodybuilding big in Ireland? How, do you, how did you discover um, it? It's, uh, it's not like crazy big. Mm-hmm. You know, boy, it's there. You know, boy, it's not. It's not big. You know, people will look at you like you're some sort of a stranger walking out with a whole bunch of muscle on you. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, <laughs> like right. the town that I grew, grew up at, like when I, when I started bodybuilding, it was like nobody knew what it was. You know what I mean? I didn't even know what it was until, you know, one of my friends like sort of kind of forced me to compete. And then I started looking into it, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How was the move? How did, did you like Ireland right away, going from Nigeria to Ireland? Um, like of that? course, you know that the transition was pretty huge, and it was uh, it was it was a little different. It was strange, 
you know, to see the way people are living, you know what I mean? The weather and uh, just to, you know, it was, it, was, it was a little different. And as well, you know, when you're moving like that with, with no English, so everything was, it was kind of hard, you know, because I had zero English when I moved to Ireland. So I had to like, you know, learn and, you know, yeah. but it was, it, was, it was really good. You know, the Irish people were super nice. We were accepted, you know what I mean? Of course, we had to like go through something, you know, we had to like kind of stand for ourselves, prove ourselves, you know, racism is there, but you know, overall, Irish people were super nice. And we were, we had a lot of great friends, you know? So it was, it was really good. What's an Irish breakfast? I keep hearing about it. I never tried it. Irish breakfast. Is it same uh, you need breakfast? Big beans, uh, yeah. some pork sausage, um, all kinds of <laughs> you like that? I don't, you know, I don't really do it because you know yeah. I've been like on a diet since right. day one, so I don't really be eating shit like that. Yeah, I hear you, bro. So when you got into bodybuilding, you started working out, right? You saw the results, you saw the progress uh, relatively quickly. You would say? Yeah, it was it was uh, pretty cool because I, you know, growing up, I was super super skinny. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So and that's actually why I started working out. I was really skinny. I didn't really like the way I look. I was bony, you know, and uh, I just want to put on some muscle and I want to be strong as well so I can defend myself at school because when you go to school, you know, like the town I grew up in, there was, we were the only forced black family in that town. So a lot of time we really have to prove ourselves. You know what I mean? And when you're, when you're skinny and weak, it doesn't help. So that's why I started working out so I can, you know, I can defend myself. I can fight my, fight my way out. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I started, the progress actually was very, very quick. You know, like I was, uh, I wasn't putting on any fat. You know, I'm a hard gainer generally. So I was putting on a lot of lean tissue mass, you know, so I was, I was really lean, you know? So that's, you know, I just, I just fell in love with the, with the whole process of training, you know, growing and making progress. It was very addictive. Mm -hmm. And so when you, when you put on the muscle, did you feel like you were respected more in a way? Uh, well, I was, uh, I looked, a lot more stronger, you know, and I, I gain a lot of more respect in school, you know what I mean? Especially when it comes to like sports day where we're doing like Togo war, everybody want to be on my team. Everybody want me to be on their team because I was, I was really strong, you know, mm -hmm. so it was pretty interesting. Absolutely. So the, the way I found out about you originally was through uh, social media, primarily Instagram. Yeah. Where you were the big guy, you know what I mean? But you were doing like all these stunts. Uh, a lot of humor, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, how did you begin doing that? And was did it come naturally? Like, you just, just your personality kind of all going? Like? I mean, naturally, I'm like, a, I'm a positive dude, you know? With me, it's all about having fun. Working hard, having fun. You know, that's all I know. You know what I mean? And I can't afford to be around negative people, you know? And um, <laughs> and the other jokes is always, I'm always like, you see me in the gym, I'm kind of around, I'm training hard as well. You know what I mean? So it was one day that I was like, you know what? Let me make this video. And it all started in 2017 when I quit my, uh, when I quit my full-time job as a uh, security officer. And then I wanted to like, just focus on bodybuilding and social media. You know, and I see social media as a way to like sort of promote myself, you know, and I just wanted to capitalize on it. You know, as a bodybuilder, you know, we, we need social media in order to like, you know, of course, to get a sponsorship deals, you know, to, to, you know, to get up there, you need social media. So that's where yeah. I did, I capitalize on it. I started sharing some of this positive energy that got in me through my skits, funny videos, and it was, it was, everything blew up real quick because people really, really like it, you know? And I made myself a lot more relatable rather than just be like a, a me head, nothing else. 
you know. So, but through those videos, people were able to relate to me, you know, turn some of the, you know, some of like serious issue into jokes in the gym. So it was, it, it was, it was pretty cool, <laughs> and people mm -hmm. love it. And you built, a, you built, you built a great following, uh, relatively. Yeah, from it. So yeah, it came fast. Yeah, like we didn't, we didn't like, because when I started, right, all my videos were viral. Like, like I'm not even. I, I'm not, it's there, you know, so I'm not making it up. Every right. single video that I did from the start, because I was there, I was like the only, uh, I was the first bodybuilder to start doing some crazy stuff like that. So everybody thought it was like, it was, it was new, it was different. Yeah. And people were like, who the heck is this guy? You know what I mean? <laughs> and people just want to know more about me. People want to follow me and stuff because I was, you see this big dude with muscles and just jumping, running through walls, breaking down doors and all this crazy shit. You know, so that's why I gained that much followers in like in no time. Mm -hmm. Like I gained like a million followers in like maybe in six months. Yeah, that's amazing. That's crazy fast. That's amazing, yeah, yeah. That is crazy fast. You know what I mean? So it was yeah. it was insane. Like some of my videos were here on uh, uh, the most viral one that I did was uh, the CCTV video. Mm -hmm. That was that was everywhere, bro. That was on Fox News. That was on news in China. Mm -hmm. That was, it was everywhere. I actually went on Fox News Live for an interview. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was so nervous, bro. I was in Dublin and then they were, it was through uh, Skype. Yeah. Yo, I nearly said like, I nearly said no because I was so nervous. I've never been in front of, you know, a huge audience like that before. Like we're talking about millions of people watching this thing live. Mm -hmm. And you want me to come on live? I nearly like did, bro. I, I, I went through it. I did it. It was fun. Everybody loved it. And um, that's what kind of got me to where I'm at right now. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. So listen, I have a question for you. So a lot of a lot of people they want to grow social media, right? They wanna they wanna be like you, basically, right? Or yeah. similar to you as far as the following go. What are the rules, in your opinion, to growing social media fast the way you did? What what do you gotta do? I mean, first of all, you have to stop giving up people things about you. Because social media, social media, social media is tough, you know, because you're going to get so much hate. You're going to get all kinds of comments mm -hmm. and uh, you can never take anything personal because social media is fake. It, it is fake. Sure. And if you're going to put yourself out there, you got to be ready for everything that's going to come with it. You know what I mean? So I've seen it all. I've, look. You know what I mean? So that's the person like, you know, not giving a fuck what people think about you and just be yourself. It's all yeah. about being yourself. Mm -hmm. Because when you're being yourself, there's a millions of people out there who are like you, mm -hmm. you know, so they can relate. You know what sure. I mean? So it's all about being relatable. Right. You know, and I've seen a lot of bodybuilders, you know, they're, you know, they've been doing this for, for decades and it's no, 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 it's no followers. No audience, no fans, because people can't really relate to a guy who just eat his meal and just train. That's all he does. Nothing else. Mm -hmm. You've got to, if you want to, if you want to build a social media, you've got to, you got to throw it all out there. You got to just be yourself, be relatable, and show, show a little bit of personality. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so, you cannot. But do you care about likes? I mean, let's say you post a picture or a video and it gets a lot of engagement, right? Engagement. Yeah. Then you post another one and, and, and let's say it gets less. Do you then start questioning what to do next? Because I know some guys, big, big influencers, right? And the guy told me he was afraid to post for 
two weeks because he thought that he's not going to get as many likes as the previous picture. I'm not gonna say yeah. it's a true story though. Like, do you ever do you ever deal with yes. stuff like that? Yes, see the thing that's part of not giving up people things. Mm. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you're gonna post a picture, and people are gonna think, wow, this is great. You know what I mean? So, like that guy there is like he's sort of like making decisions based on what people think. Right. Social media is a game, you know what I mean? It's like, and you just gotta don't care. I never cared about the amount of likes I put up put out there. I never care if my video go viral or not. I'm just being myself. I'm just enjoying life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's not like, oh, it's not like I'm taking social media, social media. Oh my God, I got to post this. I got to post this. Oh my God, I got I to gotta get this likes. If you have all those expectations and you don't meet them, mm -hmm. you're going to crash. There is no way you're going to make progress. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's, I just, it's like, take it out of your head. Take social media out of your head. And you just living your life and just enjoying yourself, being who you are, not giving a f what people thinks. And you're gonna see yourself just growing. Whether you get enough likes or not, just keep going. You know, if you think it, that's why YouTube is so hard. Because YouTube, right? YouTube, if you wanna grow your YouTube, you, <laughs> you've got to put in some work, you've got to put in some consistency. Because at the start, you will get zip for the first one year, you go, you're gonna get no views. You get two views, three views, five views. But if you keep that consistency, you will build that family with times. With you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing with, with Instagram. You know, you just gotta you just gotta do it. Instagram isn't for isn't for everybody because a lot of people they take they it's like they're they take it too hard, you know what I mean? They it's too personal for them, right? You know, right? So that's that's that's, that's I've never really care about if of course when 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 you get that those crazy likes those crazy comments it, it feels good i like it it feels really good some days you do some days you don't it's like life right, <laughs> you know right. what i mean but for example like how much planning goes into your videos like for example a video where i saw a video where you jump over a car right i think it's in dubai or something like that a car yeah a sports car runs you jump i don't know how you did it exactly but how much planning goes into that type of stuff? Uh, okay, to be honest with my videos, right? Uh, I really don't really plan any of these things. Like, if I have an idea in my head, I was like, oh, that's, that's, oh, that's kind of like, oh, that's kind of relatable. That's kind of funny. I just don't. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, literally, like, just, it might take like two seconds. Mm -hmm. What I find out was uh, those videos that you really, really planned, that you spend those money on, you like, carefully you put the steam and this and that those are the ones that get no views <laughs> and maybe you spent the most amount of money on them and the one that you literally just like just you being out just being yourself boom mm -hmm. you just did it you know like, wow that it goes viral but the one in dubai that uh that i jumped over the car uh, good, good bit of planning went into it <laughs> of course we got to get a lambo i had my dubai team as well this guys, this Russian guys out there, yo, these guys are so creative. Like we, we, like the first day we met, we cranked out three videos because I'm like, I have a little bit of creativity level and this guy, they are on a whole nother level of creativity. So like we, when we like, when we got together, we were like ideas, ideas were just flying out like, yo, let's do this, let's do that. And we just constantly gone, we're just making videos. The one that I jumped over the car, it was their idea. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Should I? Should I? Should I blow the cover of that video? 
Well, it's fake. <laughs> I was, People thought I was I mean, real. I, I was thinking that it had to be some kind of a situation. Bro, you think, you think I can jump over a Lambo? Or you think I'm going to risk my life? I was gonna, that's going to be my next question. Like, are you like, what if you got injured or something like that? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> so, like, there was a lot of planning went into it. And it was, it was a green screen? Of, so it was green screen? Like, was it green screen and then they edited it or something? Uh, no, there was no green screen. We were like in the desert and just angles, angles. Oh, you jump? Okay, got it. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the first jump I did, it was like there was no Lambo, and then I did I did that jump a couple of times, and I did it different different angles. Right, and right. then we uh, my boy my boy Q just driving the Lambo across. Mm -hmm. So somehow those guys were able to like you know put it all together. When I saw, I'm like, yo, <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> it looked great, man. <laughs> but the best part is our reaction as well. You know, our reaction was filmed like separately. So yeah, like yeah. the way we reacted, we're like, yo, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. It was dope. Yeah. So it, that it, was like, cool. That was a, see that video looked completely spontaneous, right? But it's cool like how you created a spontaneous moment with actually planning it. You know what I'm saying? That was yeah. Cool. It was, was awesome, man. Yeah, man. We did it with uh, yeah, we we cranked out a lot of great content while I was in Dubai. It was awesome, man. We had a great time. You got stuck out there, right? Aaron, Aaron told me you got stuck out there. For yeah, months. I was. Uh, <laughs> you know the, uh, you know uh, during the lockdown, right? I was here. You know, I was here. Yeah. I was trading. Aaron, you live in Florida. Here. You live in Florida now, right? What? I live you, in Florida. In Florida, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Aaron had the gym open for me, so I was able to like use it, to, uh, use the gym and train. You know, while everybody was like, you know, I was lucky. And then after that. Cause I've been, I haven't seen my family in so long. I've seen my girlfriend in so long. So I went back home, you know what I mean? And the plan was to be there, to stay there for like, uh, to stay there for a month. And then because of, due to the travel ban, Europe, European travel ban, cause they can't fly direct from Europe to USA. The plan was to go to Dubai for two weeks, quarantine there for two weeks. And then from there to USA. Mm -hmm. So I did that. Dubai for two weeks, creating content and stuff. And then after that two weeks was over, straight to the airport and they wouldn't let me fly. <laughs> they wouldn't let me in. So I ended up staying there for three months. Wow. And then I started my, uh, my offices in there with Chad and mm -hmm. nice. it was cool. Dubai is fun. You ever been to Dubai? No, I gotta go actually. I gotta Yo, go. Uh, hopefully Dubai's the spot, bro. I know, I keep hearing about it, man. So, um, so, Pretty blessing. You pretty much achieved uh, what a lot of people strive for in the fitness industry, right? You have a strong following. It continues to grow. And the question is why you even want to compete. I mean, why, why do you feel like competing? And is, do you feel pressure from your supplement company? Are they pushing you to compete? Like, why, why compete? You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? The boogeyman don't leave. No, I don't leave on any other, any other pressure. Uh, bodybuilding is my life. You know what I mean? Bodybuilding is... I think, I think I was born to be a bodybuilder. You know what I mean? And I love bodybuilding so much. My passion for bodybuilding is undescribable. You know what I mean? That's my, that's, that's my job. All this stuff that I'm doing, I'm just, I'm just having fun and just being myself and just, you know, just enjoying life. Bodybuilding is, is, is my, is, that's my game. You know what I mean? Ever, ever since day one, you know, because I did not come from, from like, uh, you know, I came from poverty, bro. Like the worst of the worst, you know what I mean? I came from a village, yeah. you know what I mean? I came from yeah. a point where you don't know when your next meal is going to be, you know what I mean? 
So, you know, escaping, not escaping, get, getting the opportunity to leave Nigeria and then move it to Ireland at such a young age. It's, that was, that was, that was everything. Because like where I came from, <laughs> you're not supposed to live like this, bro. You're like, it, 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 you just, there's no chance. There's no way out. That is no way out. You know what I mean? But I was lucky. I was, I'm one of the lucky ones that make it out. You know, so again, the opportunity, I would never blow it. You know, and the minute I discovered bodybuilding, the minute I discovered that I've got what it takes to make it to the top, I want to be the best. You know what I mean? And that, and that motivation is, is, again, it's the fact that I came from, you know, I came from the mud. I want to help my family out, you know? Yeah, of course. I'm the last born in my, in my, in my family. I feel like I'm the last chance mm. to, give my, to give my family, you know, that life that, they ne that they've never dreamed of. You know what I mean? And when I found bodybuilding, my goal is to be one of the greatest bodybuilders of all time. You know what I mean? And people will look at me and see what I post on social media, you know, like, you know, all the, all the, people talk, people be talking all kinds of crazy on social media. Now they're calling me an Instagram bodybuilder. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> waiting, bro. I'm just, I, cause people think I'm all joke. They think I'm all joke. You know what I mean? You've been planning your pro debut for a while though, right? Yeah, I've been planning, planning yeah, I've been planning my pro debut, uh, no, no, no. I was supposed to compete last year. Last year was the that was the plan. I my original. When you got your was, pro card, blessing. When you get when you get your pro I got card? my pro card in twenty seventeen. Like I got it multiple times. Oh, you did. That year I did like uh, maybe six shows. I won them all. I won all the overalls. Traveling all over Europe. Uh, I won the the Arnold Classic Arnold Classic Europe as well. I won the overall that broke out there as well. And my goal was to give three years off just to work on my frame because I'm a tall guy. Well, for bodybuilding, I'm 5'11". Uh -huh. So I needed more meat. I need to get a lot more thicker, you know, to, to put more meat on the overall frame. And the goal was to step on stage in 2020. Uh -huh. But then the corona eat, I'm like, of course, when I, Aaron wanted me to compete, you know, like Aaron wanted me to compete in 2019. I'm like, yo, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. You know, I've got to be ready, you know? And um, I feel this is the this is the time, you know. The time is now, you know what I mean. And um, the the with the coronavirus happening, I feel like it's a blessing in disguise, you know, because you know I was working with somebody that would never get me anywhere, and then because after all ended, I was able to Aaron Aaron linked me with Chad, and That's since Chad Nichols, me, the coach Chad Nichols, right? Yeah, Chad Nichols. And since me and Chad started working, oh my God, bro. It's like the progress, the progress is crazy, you know? Mm -hmm. So bodybuilding, bodybuilding for me is, is everything. Bodybuilding, that's my life right there. That's, that's, it's everything to me. Do you feel and like you're going to Mr. Olympia one day? 100%. 100%. I feel like what uh, the masterpiece that I'm working on I feel like it's a little different to what's out there right now, you know? And I feel like, uh, I feel like the fans will appreciate it, you know? Absolutely. I feel like- And I it's all about, like the, with me, it's all about defense. It's all about defense. My number one goal is to win defense. Once I win defense over to my side, everything else is easy. Mm -hmm. 
I feel like your debut is probably the most highly anticipated debut in a while in bodybuilding. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. My my goal is to change bodybuilding. People don't believe that's possible, but my goal is change is to change bodybuilding. I'm bringing this type of energy that uh, it's <laughs> the energy I'm bringing is, is is crazy. It's different. It's exciting. You know what I mean? Whether they like me or not, we are gonna change the sport. So when is your debut? When are you gonna step on the stage for the first time as a pro? The, my first show is the Indie Pro. Which one is it? Indie Pro. It's Indie. a week before the New York Pro. That's gonna be your, that's gonna be your your. Uh, what, is it, what, pro what, city, what, what city is that gonna be? To be honest, I don't know. Uh, I'm still thinking there's a possible chance of that show might get canceled. Right, right, right. You know, but you know, if you get canceled, it's New York Pro. You know. So I've got. I thought your pro is going to be. I thought New York Pro is going to be your your pro debut. That's what I thought originally. You thought New York Pro? Nah, I I, I really want to do the indie pro. Okay, okay, got it, got it. So you're going to face off against Nick Walker in New York, right? Yeah. <laughs> so what's what's up with Nick? what's up with Nick, man? Why why you don't like? I mean, to be honest, we shouldn't really do talking about Nick and stuff and because he had already posted on social media that, oh, I hold my sponsor to a higher level. I cannot, let, let's stop this blessing and the Nick Walker bullshit. Bro, it was, not, it was nothing personal, bro. Do these people ever watch sports? Do they ever watch UFC? You know what I mean? Do they ever watch boxing? I know what you mean. I feel like people in bodybuilding don't, don't, are too Bro, people... People were people were getting so excited. Absolutely. I had people calling me up, yo, bro, I got money on you. Me and my 20 partner. Right, His right, 20 right. partner betting on Nick Walker. He's betting on me. When did you ever heard that? It was no, it was unheard of. It was unheard of. Maybe back when Ronnie and Jay was donating. Yeah, I have people really exciting, people. man. I, people just don't what? understand. I mean, I, and I think Nick understands it. I, I feel like just people in general that are they're not used to that type of uh, attention. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, some of the people are like, because it's 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 bodybuilding, it's a little different. I don't I don't think Nick understands it. It took it too personal, you know. Of course, you know, I was you know, I was lifting all these comments, I was calling this and that. It's all it's it's all to build the hype, it, it's to sell the show. Watch this, right? New York Pro is gonna be the highest pay-per-view streams in bodybuilding, maybe pretty close to the Olympia. Yeah, it's fine. the most exciting show of the year, New York Absolutely. Pro. Why? Because we we saw the show. I saw the show. You know what I mean? <laughs> I this told is, you get it, man. I, this is the start. This is the start of the new era. This is the boogeyman era. I feel like that's the uh, sport needs that energy. Obviously, you gotta you, you gotta you gotta bring the, the physique, you know what I'm saying? But of course you've got to. You've got to you've got to back it up. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, we all gonna hug each other, we're gonna shake each other's hands and respect each other. But right now, let's let's give the fans something exciting. You know what? It's yeah, pandemic. Yeah. Everybody's stuck in their home. You know what I mean? Everybody they wants something. Mm-hmm. You know. And I, from other comments, I've seen like a lot of people actually love this. I've seen comments like, "Yo, enough boring bodybuilding. This is it's good, man. It's like I have nothing personal against Nick. You know what I mean? Of course. Look at the man. He's a freak. It's great. Everybody knows what it takes to build that type of physique, right? It's oh yeah, nothing but respect. But right now. Let's sell the show. Right now, we're not friends. After the show, I'll kiss you in your forehead. <laughs> and you're going to kiss the ring, too. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, I hear you. Man. I hear you. 
Wait, so Nick actually invited you on social media to work out legs or something like that. Yeah, bro. Come on. All right, let me ask you something, bro. Do you think that makes sense? <laughs> what do you think? Do you think that makes sense for me to go work out with Nick? Why were you trying to build something excited for the fans? That's guess, like that's he wanted like, to he wanted to uplift you, I guess, on camera. That's like that's like uh uh Floyd Mayweather calling uh Conor McGregor calling Floyd Mayweather out, <laughs> and then boom, the fight's happening. They're about to kill each other, and then uh, Floyd goes uh now McGregor goes. Hey Floyd, let's have a spar next week. I hear it. It's over. You know, the, the excitement is over. So I will not, I'm not gonna go train with Nick. I'll train with him after New York Pro. You know what I mean? I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm excited about this match. Yeah, I'm, bro. Everybody's excited. I'm excited too. Yeah, I'm excited about it. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great regardless of the outcome. Yeah, bro. All right, so I want to ask you about training with Chad Nichols. You know, he's been a—he's actually an excellent coach, from from what I hear. Right? He just—he trained a lot of you know big time pros, including Ronnie Coleman, mm. right? But he's been accused of hurting his clients by a few different people in the industry. But I guess I've never, I've never, I've never heard. Never heard that before. No. Well, he's the only thing I heard is Chad is the goat. There's been accusations against him, but how do you like working with him? Uh oh yeah, Chad is the go, bro. Chad is amazing, man. You know, like, whew, man, like the the biggest thing with Chad is 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 food. I guess that's why they call him the diet dog. You know what I mean? Was yeah. what he's being able to do with my body with food is is incredible. You know what I mean? So like that's why I'm super excited with this uh, debut. I am so confident in the package that we are gonna bring. I feel like. He is gonna nail it. Mm-hmm. Talk about your diet. How much do I'm like? Uh, how much do you weigh? How much do you have to eat daily? Uh, whew, I don't know. It changes like every every second week. Uh, so there's no really like a there's no really like a fixed pattern right now. Maybe in the off season, I was eating maybe over seven thousand calories. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, and then when we when we first started diet. I think that drops down to about maybe 4,000. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, but right now, everything like sort of changes, like based on how I'm looking, like every second week, it's, it's tweaking something, it's changing something. Whether the protein's going up and the carbs coming down, whether introducing fat or eliminating the fat, you know what I mean? So it's like we were playing with a lot, he's playing with a lot of things right now. And my body's just like, you know, my body is responding positively to every changes it's making. So, he is uh he is doing the job. So what are what would you say your, were your weak points that you guys are improving right now that you have to work on harder? My weak points? What what, what were your weak points that you know Chad isn't you uh, trying to fix right now? I got I got no weak points, bro. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, how about the points that need to improve? Boogie man got no weak points, bro. <laughs> I hear you, I hear you. But you know what I mean? What what did you have to like work on uh, harder? To be honest, to be honest, uh Chad did not touch my, he did not touch my uh, workout. You know what I mean? And my workout has been the same since I started bodybuilding. Maybe the volume gets a lot more crazy and crazier as I grow into the sport. Because of course, you know, I'm learning as well. And um, I will forever be the student student of the game. So um, there's always something new every time. So um, it didn't touch my training and he, he just, he wanted me to keep doing what I've been doing. You know, I train twice a day, sometimes, sometimes three times a day. And he really liked that. 
and um, he like heavy training as well. He loves heavy volume, and he just told me to keep doing what we're doing, and you know, we're making progress. It's all about it's it's overall, you know, just gonna keep growing. Do you uh, prefer training with heavier weight but less reps, or lighter weight but more reps? How do you? How do you? I like heavy weight, more reps. Heavy weight, <laughs> high reps. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love it's like every set we train to failure every set. It doesn't really? matter how much the weight is, really? it doesn't matter wow. how heavy it is. To failure every every set. Wow. Every set, it balls, it's balls to the wall. I know some people like kind of do some sets and then they leave like they leave some in the tank for that last set. We don't do none of that. You know, if we're gonna do four working sets, it's gonna be four working sets of crazy shit. Mm. You know, and I, I love it. I feel great after that and and it's been working, so. What is your suggestion for people that want to put on size fast? Like, you, you told me you used to be a skinny kid, right? Like, what was yeah. the what, what's the fastest way to put on mass? There's <laughs> no fastest way, bro. It's like, you got to work. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a lot to that. If you want to gain, I mean, what I like, lean muscle mass or just get huge. Well, you know, muscle, if you want to put on muscle. lean muscle, lean yeah, muscle mass, muscle. you got to eat a lot of food. You know, I'm talking about clean food you know your protein gotta come from a good clean sauce your carbs gotta come from a good good clean sauce for me which is always rice in my off season my carbs always rice or oatmeal and my protein uh red meat and chicken what's your favorite thing to eat in general well, i love steak and rice sometimes i do enjoy salmon and rice too So, um, what's the secret of not getting fat while you're bulking, let's say, right off season? What's the secret of not? Oh, faster cardio, and of course, in the off season when you're bulking, like a lot of people eat, shit, bro, like burgers because they're trying to. Oh, I'm trying to grow. I'm bulking, I guess, so they eat burgers, they eat sweets, they eat, uh, they eat cookies and French fries. Yo, I don't eat not cakes. I don't do none of that. You know what I mean? I. I hate snacks. I hate I hate sugary stuff. I do not do sugar. I hate cookies. I hate cake. Uh, <laughs> never do dessert after a meal. Never, never. I just don't like sugar. I hate sugar. You know what I mean? So like, it makes my it makes my off season. Uh, I mean, when I'm prepping, it makes it a lot easier for me because I rarely put on like crazy fat. Like I put on a little bit of water. That's it. That's easy to come off. You know, but like you see some people in the office and they go up to like 330 pounds and then they compete about 265, mm -hmm. 270. Like that's what the, f that's what, wow. yo, that's nasty. That's risky. That is dangerous. Mm -hmm. Like what's the point when you're putting on all this weight and then just for you to like lose them off to compete in the same way that you did last year. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I know a lot of people that eat all cancer in the offseason. My my offseason diet is same as my when I'm prepping, except I mean a lot more carbs. Of course, the portions are humongous. You know what I mean? Yeah. So everything is clean. Even on my cheetahs, right? Mm -hmm. On my cheetahs, I would only go for seafood because I love seafood, bro. I love like uh, I love calamaries. I love uh, uh, octa octopus. Come on, what is this thing called again? Ah, 
Octopus. Lobsters. Lobster. I love hawk seafood. I love every seafood. So how much how much cardio do you do exactly? Do you do it every day in the morning? Uh, right now we are three three times three times a week. Three times a week, and you do it empty empty it stomach. Was Thirty minutes, nice forty five minutes. Empty stomach cardio. Always empty stomach. And what do you do? Like a stairmaster or elliptical or stairmaster? Stairmaster. Always. That's Even tough. in my off season as well, I always include the like again. In order to stay in the off season, you've got to do them faster cardio. Maybe twice a week, three times a week. It does help to help you know make sure that fat level is lower. <laughs> And how how much cardio do you do? Half an hour? Like what's the what's the right what's the for those who want to know what's the right uh, amount of cardio you're supposed to do? Like half an hour, forty minutes, an hour? Or what's the, what's the right? I think thirty minutes is good. Thirty minutes there, Marcel, a treadmill, especially in the off season. Three, four times a week, you get. Got it. So, uh, blessing you've you know the boogeyman built a huge following online, right? Because of your personality, of course, and because of your videos and the viral moments. Who yeah, else? Is, who else do you see in the industry that uh, potentially can take your spot one day? Like, who do you see that can match your personality or be even on the same level as you when it comes to in the fitness industry? It comes to like making viral moments like you and be that outgoing personality. What are some names that come to mind? I mean, you're talking about bodybuilding, like in the fitness industry, can be influencers, whatever. Uh, I really don't know anyone that's like, I don't know. <laughs> um, but when you when 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 we're talking about bodybuilding and bodybuilders that that can really do a lot more than they actually do right now, there's a lot of bodybuilders out there. They're they're that uh, that they got talents. You know what I mean? Like I look at these people, I'm like yo, this guy's got talent, but a lot of them are super lazy. You know what I mean? Like uh, I feel like a bodybuilder, bodybuilder feels like they have to do one thing only. They have to eat, just eat their meal, do their cardio, build this crazy mass. That's all they got to do in order to do good on stage. You know what I mean? That's why a lot of them don't have followers because they do nothing else other than other than People look at me like, to be honest, I get a lot of hate just cause the position I'm at right now, mm -hmm. because a lot of them be doing this shit for decades, and you know they haven't been able to like get to where I'm at. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I have not made my pro debut yet, but I'm living my dream out here in South Florida. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, and a lot of that is just because, you know, just a little bit of personality and uh, just, just being yourself. Do more other than just like, because it's, bro, it's like, how many hours do we spend in the gym, bro? It's like two hours max. And then the rest of the day, you know, we're eating, we're sitting on the couch and stuff. But you can also create, you can always create content, you know, do something else about outside bodybuilding, make yourself relatable. And that's why I feel bodybuilding, our community is so small because we're, we're, not, we're not relatable. You know what I mean? But bodybuilding is beautiful, bro. Bodybuilding is exciting. Why do you think Shaq comes to the Olympia every year? Because he loves this. Everybody bodybuilds. All these top athletes, right? Top athletes, they have to come to our world in order for them to be better at what they do. So they all know what bodybuilding is. And they would love to watch it, but why? But we're too boring. We're too lazy. We're non-relatable. There's nothing exciting about us. You know what I mean? Of course. I want to I give you a couple of names. You tell me how would you rank them 
on a level of entertainment in the fitness industry, all right? What was that? So I want to give you a couple of names, and I want you to okay. rank them as far as how entertaining you think they are on social media. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, what do you think about Bradley Martin? Bradley Martin? Ah, oh, that's the man right there. <laughs> I love Bradley. He is so entertaining. It's like one of the guys that one of the guys that I look up to. You know, one of the guys that inspired me to be, you know, to do what I'm doing. Yeah. It, it, even in terms of business-wise, like I've met Bradley a couple of times and I've, we've done a lot of content together. Mm. And uh, dude is just all-round greatness. So he is 10 out of 10. Yeah, and he makes viral videos, you know, the, the crazy lifts that he does. Uh, yes, and as well, he, he links with all their LA celebrities. He he's everybody twins at Brandon Martin's place. That's why he's so big as well, because these people he's super relatable. You know what I mean? He makes himself yeah. super relatable, and all these guys can be really all these singers, celebrities, everybody goes to him. Yeah, yeah. You know, dude is a legend. All right, Kai Green. Kai Green, highly entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> the goat. Yeah. <laughs> ten out of ten. Yeah, for sure, man. You just you just did a video with him, I saw you guys trained. Yeah, together, he's right? down in Florida. Yeah, he's he's down in Florida now as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, and last one I want to ask you, uh, NDO Champ. You know who that is? Yeah, he's cool, man. You see, NDO is crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's very entertaining as well. Very entertaining. Yeah, yeah. but I, I wanted to come up with some names that, you know, that go viral too and stuff like that. You know, his, some of his videos ended up on also on like news channels. Oh, yeah, some of his, yeah, he's got some crazy viral videos. Because yeah. he does video with some of the guys in the music industry. Yeah. And uh, that's that's the key to growing. You can't just, if you, you have to go out there and collab with people outside the fitness industry, outside body, so then you're able to reach other audience, you know what I mean? Most of my audience, most of my followers, they know nothing about bodybuilding. You know, actually I got people in on my girlfriend, they're calling out, yo, what's going on between this uh, blessing guy and Nick guy? I really want to watch it. Right. These are the people that knows nothing about bodybuilding. But right. now all of a sudden we have the interest. Now, can you imagine the top guys in the industry, they don't the same, do you know how much we're gonna have we're gonna have LeBron James watching bodybuilding, bro. Mm -hmm. You think that's not possible? That's possible. Well, it's interesting because you know, in a way, there's this YouTube boxing fights right now. The YouTubers like Jake Paul, Logan Paul, you know what I mean? Yeah, they bring in those guys are expanding as well. Yeah, but mm -hmm. they bring in more attention to boxing right now. Some people, yes. some people don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Some people think it's some, it some people sport. hate it. Yeah, they think it devalues the sport. You know what I'm saying? Of boxing. Oh, I love it. I think it's smart. Those guys, I my hat's up to those guys. Jake Paul, Logan Paul, those guys are genius at what they do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. They're no, able to tap into different different environment. They got sick of YouTube. They're like, you know what? Let's take over uh, boxing. And they're doing it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because they're so entertaining. It's entertainment. That's it. It's everything. Is, that's why we the entertainment part of bodybuilding that's that's what's killing us mm -hmm. do, do you feel like you have to reinvent yourself every couple of years to maintain popularity on social media like for example for you like like you, you've done a lot of different videos you know what i'm saying but do you feel like you have to change something let's say next year to, to continue to grow hmm. you know so it, it's all about growing bro it's like 
it's all about evolving and growing. As times, you know, as you grow, you know, you have to grow with the, you have to level up. It's, there's always a different level. You know, you can't, I'm not like, I'm not like trying to go back to like all the crazy that I was doing back in 2017. Now I'm gonna level up. If I'm gonna do them crazy stuff, I wanna do with people above my level. You know what I mean? That's like, it's, it's, with me, it's all about growing. You ain't gotta change. It's all about being who you are, but evolve. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you, what did you take on people photoshopping images for social media? Do you feel like it's acceptable for fitness personalities to post an image that's photoshopped? Come on, man. <laughs> that, no, that, that is not acceptable, bro. That is not cool. Some people, a lot of people do it. Yeah, a lot of people do it, but yo, again, that's, that's got to do with, there's a lot of insecurity insecurities in bodybuilding and fitness world. You know what I mean? And it's, yo, it is, some of these guys, like when I was younger and I used to go to expos and I, I meet some of these, I'm like, yo, I thought you was huge. <laughs> you was, and then you meet them like, yo, where? <laughs> You're not that big, bro. Like, was that all a party shop? You know, nah, that's not cool. Because you are, what you're doing, you're deceiving people. You know what I mean? You are, you know, it's not cool. And once people find out, you're gonna, it's gonna crash. That, it doesn't last. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's crazy, but people still do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know people do it, but it, they need to stop. <laughs> if you're doing that, shit, you need to fucking stop, bro. It is not cool. <laughs> All right. um, another news story that broke recently. Have you heard of a video that surfaced with Nathan Diasha and the police? Have you heard about that? Uh, yeah, I've seen some of that. He puts a lot of that on his story. Yeah. Yeah, it's sad, man. What's going on in the UK? Like, I don't know, man. Yeah, what's going it's on in Europe? Man? I, I, want, I wanted to. I wanted to. Europe all together. It's it's not just UK. It's Europe all all over. It's like my on? girlfriend lives in my my girlfriend still live in Dublin, and it's the same story. You know what I mean? But in Ireland, you know, people are like very, people are very uh, obedient. They're like they have to they bow for the government. They nobody's gonna fight. Nobody's gonna try to. Nobody's gonna try nothing. Even if, if you step out your home, people will call the police on you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's how people are like in Ireland. It's like it, they're so like we're in Ireland. The, the world is still like way behind. But in UK, you know, you see people like you know trying to fight for what they believe in, and it, it's sad. It's man. It's well, what is the issue? Is the issue a curfew? Like you can't go outside after a certain time? Is that what's going on? It's a lockdown, bro. Like the whole Europe is still in lockdown. You know, you can't go outside, you can't train all the gyms, all the small business owner, they are shut down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, I don't know, man, it's crazy. It's not fair. Right, right. You know, so I don't blame people trying to fight and trying to, right. you know, got to feed the family. Yeah, absolutely, man. So um, who inspired you in the fitness industry when you were just starting out? Which people inspired you, both in bodybuilding and just overall in the influence field? Um, I don't really know. Is it just anyone really inspires me? The way the way it happens for me, just like it was, it was very natural. You know what I mean? Like I, when I even when I competed, I didn't know when I did my first show. I didn't know what bodybuilding was. I didn't know any. I didn't know nobody. I do not follow any bodybuilders. I I would just, I would just, I just love training. You know what I mean? And um, 
But as time goes on, like the first ever bodybuilder I met was, uh, he was uh, Tony Freeman. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. I remember looking at him like, yo, it was back in, he came to Ireland in 2000 and 2000 and 2011. That was, I was, that was my first competition. He came to Ireland, I'm like, yo, this guy is huge. I'm like, is he, how is he possible to get that big? <laughs> I remember there's actually a picture of me and him, like uh, my brother was there as well. And we got talking and he gave me some advice. It's actually one of the reasons why I, I did my second show. Cause I'm like, yo, you got a nice, nice, I think you should do it again, you know, and stuff like that. And then the next, the second buddy where I met after that was Kai Green, 2012, when Kai came to Ireland, you know, so Kai's, Kai is always that guy, of, you know, it's always around. When I won my first bodybuilding show, Kai, Kai was there. You know, I remember I, just, I took a picture with him. We got talking. And when, I'm, when I won my first international show, the Horno Classic, Juniors 2014, Kai was there as well. Yeah. So, like, you know, I remember, you know, we sat down. You like, you know how Kai be like, Kai be talking and stuff. Like, literally, like, for 20 minutes, he was talking to me. I didn't even know what the f*** I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but Kai, you know, he gave me the time, you know, again, yeah. he, uh, you know, it was a, uh, I would say Kai inspired me, you know, a bit. And uh, yeah, when I started bodybuilding, I was, I was a big fan of uh, uh, the wrestlers. I, I love wrestling. I actually thought I was going to be a professional wrestler one day, you know, and oh, that's, yeah. I, you know, what? I would love to do wrestling, bro. It's like, if I ever get opportunity, bro, I'll go out there and talk some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, bro. I was like, I always thought like maybe one day I'll be like a, I'll be a professional wrestler. But then, you know, bodybuilding found me. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. But you know what's funny about Kai? I remember Kai always generates the biggest line. Like when you go to the expo, it's like always like a huge line. Oh takes, yeah, bro. Uh, he takes time with everybody. And yes. Full conversation. You will never find yeah. another pro bodybuilder like Kai. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? The energy it brings. You know, he love having fun. He's just super chill and relaxed. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. most bodybuilders do tanks. They're like, you know, they size you up. They're like, <laughs> relax, bro, relax. <laughs> and they're too serious. Bodybuilders are too serious. They're soft. <laughs> I don't be seeing all of them on social media. They be going back and forth with the fans. You know, when someone comments something negative <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then they're like, they have to, they feel like they have to defend themselves. Oh, bro, that's, that's the thing. worst thing you can do, bro, on social <laughs> media. That's the worst thing you can do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Never ever reply back to hate. No. Look at it, laugh, and move on. Delete it if you have to delete it. It's, it's why a no no. Why they do that? I don't understand why they do that. Like, why? I don't know, because insecurities, bro, like, it's, it's like, when you know yourself, when you believe in yourself, when you know yourself, it doesn't matter what anyone says. You know, it's like, you don't know me. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's nothing. Who would have said I'm this and that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You ever met Rich Piana ever? Oh, no, I never met the man. Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh, my God. I met Rich Piana in 2000 and hold on, 2016. Fibo, yo, I did met him. It was cool as. He handled, he handled the haters in a very good way. He just like he was like, "I'm great. Yeah. it's gonna wreck my page higher." He was like, "Yes, reach was. It was awesome. Uh -huh. It was. It was. Uh, I, I remember when I first met it was him and Martin Ford. 
It's actually a picture of me and Manfo. We're looking at each other like this. That was the first time I met Rich because yeah. he was. They were working together back then. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, man, it was cool. It was really nice talking to. Him. I remember actually what happened. Something really funny happened. Something I can't remember what it was. I remember I was with my friends, right, and um, he had, he had a pop up shop as well at the expo, and like, mm-hmm. and like, you know, I'm like, yo, you know, I'm gonna buy some tank top, and I'd be like, I'm gonna make him sponsor me. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I took off all my, I from I from uh, ten percent of stuff, and I, I remember actually I was actually I skipped it, I just walked through the queue, I skipped everything. It was like, I was like, yo, Rich, I'm a big fan of the brand, bro, you gotta sponsor me, man, <laughs> and it's like. Wait a minute, wait a minute. He actually had me sitting. He had me sitting. He had me, he had a chair for me. And I sat there and he called one of his guys over to me. And we were talking and stuff. I'm like, yeah, we will get in touch with you. And then I met uh Manford as well. And I was talking to Manford. Man. I was like, you tell Rich he gotta sponsor me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was funny, man. Yeah. yeah, I met Rich, Rich. Cool dude, man. I don't RIP to the man. Yeah. Awesome dude. <laughs> All right, so um, how did you feel about 2020 Olympia? How did you feel about Grammy winning? How did you feel about Phil's comeback? Overall, what, what are your thoughts about it? Yeah, I thought it was amazing. First of all, Big Grammy getting the invitation, it was a right call. I know a lot of people were bitching. Yo, it's Big Grammy, bro. Like, the man deserved the invite. Mm-hmm. And as well, it's 2020. There was nobody really, it was, it was impossible for everybody. You know what I mean? So if they have to give an invite to a guy, it has to be Big Grammy. And Big Grammy is not just your regular day body, but look at him. He went on and went to Olympia. He shut them all up. I thought it was amazing. The fact that they brought it to, to uh, Florida, it was an amazing move. You know, I felt played to Dan Solomon for making it happen, for working it out. It was the, the stage, the lighting, it was awesome, bro. It was like, it was really cool. Phil, much respect for coming back. He did great. You know what I mean? And it looked awesome. Mm-hmm. You know? Phil, Phil, Phil is the GOAT. You know what I mean? That's that's like one of the greatest ever to ever do it. Mm-hmm. You know? So it was kind of nice to see Phil up there on that stage as well. So how dominant do you think Big Rami is going to be going forward? And do you how do you see yourself going up against him one day? Do you see yourself? <laughs> you see me. <laughs> how do you see yourself, you know, beating him one day? Um, you know, Rami, how dominance is gonna how dominance is gonna be. Um Rami is amazing. The problem with Rami is like, I think Rami could have been Mr. Olympia a couple of years back. It's the consistency. You know, it's if Rami was able to nail it and stay there and nail it and nail it, it would be like untouchable. And I think the problem with that is like the fact that not having the right team around you. But now I think he found the formula. He found the right team. He's with the people that he needs to be around. So I think Rami can go on and uh, and destroy a lot of dreams. And maybe the boogeyman is gonna like. <laughs> but for real, when, when, when do you think you're gonna you're gonna win the Olympia? When do you think? How many years do you give yourself till you get it? I don't know, man. I'm just going to enjoy this thing. I'm going to keep working hard, keep making progress, keep making people mad, and keep making money. <laughs> I'm going to just enjoy this ride. You know what I'm saying? If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. My hard work will do the talking. 
I'm happy for you, man. I'm really, I really, you know, enjoy seeing you succeed, bro. Yeah, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you, brother. Visit GenerationIron.com for even more GI exclusive content on all things bodybuilding, fitness, combat, and strength sports. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are downloaded.